0: Okay, so how many of you were here last week? No one, okay. <laughs> so this is going to be some some uh, review questions about uh, what Phil was teaching uh, last week. So you guys remember anything that comes to your mind about anything last week? Cain and Abel, okay. Good, good, so... Let me go ahead and see if you guys can answer my questions on this one. So the first one is, why didn't God accept Cain's offering? Right, exactly right. And I'm going to add a little bit to that. So she basically said, you know, did not offer it in faith and did not have a blood sacrifice. And then without faith in Christ and his bleeding sacrifice, we cannot please God on that. So, you know, right on the... Money on that one, Marlena. What did Cain do when he saw that Abel's offering was accepted by God? Jealous? Jealous? And what did that lead to? Exactly, yep. Yeah. So yeah, he became angry and sadly took his brother's life. So are you guys ready to read some scripture? Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and read Genesis four, twenty-five and twenty six. And I'm going to give you guys those questions so you guys can go ahead and follow along with me and hopefully make the questions a little bit more easier. Sometimes they're tucked away in the verses and so. All right, the first one's going to be, what was the name of Adam and Eve's third son? All right, you already know that one. (laughs) What did God appoint Seth for? And, well, and then what happened after Seth's son Enosh was born? So we're going to go ahead and open up scripture and hopefully these answers, these questions will be answered for us. All right. Then Adam knew his wife again and she gave birth to a son and named him Seth. For she said, God has set for me another seed in place of Abel for Cain killed him. And to Seth, to him also a son was born and he called his name Enosh. Then men... Began to call upon the name of Yahweh, praising him. Right, that's pretty much what that was saying. So, let's go ahead and go into a little bit more detail on those questions I asked you guys. So, Marlena, I already got that first question good. So, what was the name of Adam's third son, Seth? Correct. So, which means Seth means he appointed. Adam and Eve knew that God had provided them with their son. And then we'll go ahead and go to the next question. What did God appoint Seth for? Taking Abel's place, right? To, to be the son in the place of Abel. I remember the promise in the garden with the serpent's head being bruised. You guys remember that section? So it may have been, it may have seemed Satan had won since the righteous son was killed, but the Lord was raising another child from Eve that would grow to worship the Lord. So the third one is, what happened after Seth's son, Enosh, was born? Right. People started to worship God, right? While Moses, the writer of Genesis, did not give detail, it is clear that this happened in Seth's family. Like Abel before him, Seth and his children were God-worshippers. So I'm going to go ahead and read our little reflecting section. And I'll go ahead and give you guys the main idea so you guys know, you know, everything that it's trying to say. So, though Abel was killed, God provided another son through whom Jesus would come. So, we all have times in life when we wonder where God is. Sometimes things happen to us that seem to go against what he has promised. And in those times it can be hard to believe God's word in the Bible. When Cain killed Abel, it looked as though God's promise had failed. Adam and Eve must have struggled to believe God's word. Would the serpent really be destroyed? Would Satan really lose in the end? The evil had killed the good. Righteous Abel was dead. And it sure looked like Satan had won. But God would not allow his purposes to be destroyed. He had promised and he would bring it to pass. And so in his grace, God gave Adam and Eve a third son. His name was Seth. Eve recognized that Seth was sent by God to give back w- what had been lost in Abel. At the birth of this baby boy, she had fresh, she had a renewed hope that he would be the one through whom God would keep his promise. Seth and his children would be God worshipers. They would trust God and walk in his ways. They would not be like Cain and his children who lived for themselves and had no regard for God It was through Seth that God's promise of the Messiah would come to pass. Through Seth's family tree would come Noah, Abraham, David, and ultimately Jesus. In the birth of Seth, God was continuing to unfold his promise of a Savior who would crush the serpent's head. So let's go ahead and read some first question number one. After Abel's death, what did God do to make sure Satan wouldn't win? Right? Yeah, they gave him a third son named Seth. God chose Seth and his children to be the family through whom Jesus would come through. So how was Seth's family different from Cain's family? Right, yep. Marlena's on a roll today. You guys are sleeping on her. All right, so yeah, Seth's family believed God's word and worshiped God. They loved God and lived for him, but Cain's family did not trust God's word. They worshiped the things of this world and lived for themselves. Seth was righteous by faith, whereas Cain remained unrighteous in his unbelief. We see here the unfolding of the two seeds promised in Genesis 3 that will be at war with each other throughout all history, Satan and God's seed. So what do we learn about God from this story? What kind of attributes were displayed reading this? Exactly, right? Yeah, he can be trusted. When he promises something, he always brings it to pass. And there is no one, not even Satan, who is powerful enough to defeat God's word. Any questions? Thoughts? Lincoln? Good? No? (laughs) (laughs) No? So we'll go ahead and end it then. Uh, and uh, here's my prayer for you guys to go home and, you know, pray for. So pray that your family, your friends, anyone that you know would possess a deep and abiding trust in the sure promises of God's gospel that he's given us throughout scripture. So anybody want to pray and end us off? Leo? No? <laughs> Alrighty. Lord, thank you for this uh, Good children's message, Lord, pray for the worship, Lord, as we uh, uh, worship and praise you through, uh, you know, the the lyrics, Lord. I pray that we edify you and give glory to you. Thank you for this uh, wonderful day, Lord, and we pray that uh, uh, we're just edified through the scripture, Lord, for today. In your name I pray, amen.